A Telltale Pod production. The Great Rocket Robbery by Frank Cottrell Boyce. Illustrated by Stephen Lenton. The dog who stole the rocket. You can read about what was happening to those dogs in Hero Dogs of Space. Because I admit, that particular chapter is not all lies, unlike the rest of the book. All day, the space scientists wheeled the dogs around the machines to test their resistance to gravity. They put them in fridges to see if they could stand the cold. They put them in heated glass rooms to see if they could stand the heat. They taught them to press certain buttons by giving them electric shocks when they pressed the wrong ones and a treat when they pressed the right one. They covered them in wires and connected these wires to machines so they could measure the dog's heartbeats and brain patterns. Hero Dogs of Space is right too about what the scientists did, but it was not right about why. That book says scientists wanted to send the dogs into space. Of course they didn't. They thought dogs were dim. Why would they put a dog in charge of an expensive rocket? They were using the dogs just to experiment and test things to make sure it was safe before sending a human up in a rocket. The scientists had paid the men with heads shaped like eggs to catch dogs from the streets for this experiment because they thought that if the experiment went wrong, no one would mind. No one would miss a dog from the streets. They were wrong about this. Like I missed them? And now she had found them, and she was going to save them. Small dogs, said Laika. Life in freezing cold city was very hard for us. Then you came here, and it became harder again, with cages and electric shocks. Life is not meant to be hard. It is meant to be good, with warm blankets, juicy bones, and people and dogs being kind to each other. If life is hard... That must mean we are in the wrong place. Our right place is in the stars. And now, here is the rocket that will take us there. Zib was the first one to laugh. Then the other dogs laughed. Ridiculous, said Zib. Who would put a dog in charge of a rocket? We knew we needed a rocket said Laika, and now here we are, right next to one, even though we never tried to find it. We've been brought here for this purpose. To go into space, 
explained Dazic. You need a special spacesuit. Go through to the next room and you will see the spacesuits hanging up. Ask yourself, are they dog-shaped? In the next room, Laco found a row of spacesuits with helmets attached, hanging from a row of clothes pegs. They all looked human. In fact, they all looked like the man with the head shaped like an egg. Then we won't wait for humans to send us, she said when she went back to the other dogs. We'll just take the rocket. That would be stealing, said Zib. Look how bad things got when we stole meat from the butcher. Stealing rockets is probably worse. Um, but would it be silly? said Muchke. Sometimes a human throws a stick away. We run and get it for him. Then what? They throw it away again. As for the rockets, they build them, then they blast them off into space. If you ask me, they don't know what they want. Laika wasn't really listening. Laika was staring out of a window at the rocket. Its pointy nose seemed to be yearning to fly. Its finny tail made it look like it was standing on tiptoe. She was so busy being in awe of the rocket, she didn't notice that two scientists had walked into the room. They talked a lot in human. One of them stroked her head. They probably discussed whether she should be in a cage and probably decided no because of the medal around her neck. She had an idea. Sometimes she had looked at a pie in a certain way and the human had felt sorry for her and given her the pie. Maybe this would work with a rocket. One of the humans burst out laughing, then the other did the same. She knew they thought the old idea of a dog and a rocket was funny. And she knew that for the sake of all dog kind, she had to show them that it wasn't funny. It was going to happen. Small dogs, she said, we are going to steal a rocket. We can't, cried the dogs. We're stuck in these cages. Desic's theory states that if a button is pressed or a lever is pulled in one place, something will happen in a different place, said Desic. There's a lever next to the door. As soon as the humans had gone, Laika pulled the lever. All the cage doors opened. Good theory, said Laika. I've got another theory, said Desic. That it is impossible for a dog to fly a rocket. And I have my own theory, said Laika. And it's this. Impossible things are just a lot of possible things put together in a different order than usual. Who, she said, will come to the stars with me? Whenever you mention the stars, said Zib, 
It makes me think of that butcher's shop in Freezing Cold City. The one with all the sausages. Me too, said all the other dogs one by one. An impossible rocket, said Zib. It's a beautiful dream, but a sausage is a sausage. So the company of small dogs decided to take the train back to Freezing Cold City. But before that, they would help Laika to fly. Because small dogs stick together. It's easier than you think for a dog to steal a rocket. The first problem was to get past the guards who were watching the rocket. Muchcare had a plan for that. As you know, she said, I love tricks. I can walk on two legs. If two dogs got inside one of the human spacesuits, one in the head and one in the legs, then the one in the legs could walk on two legs and together they would look like a human in a spacesuit. Desich volunteered to be the walking dog. I am very interested in levers and buttons, he said. I have a feeling that the rocket is full of them. I would like to see inside of it. Muchke gave Desich a walking lesson. The two dogs climbed inside the spacesuit and strolled past security. Laika's heart beat fast as they climbed the steps to the tip of the rocket. One guard did stop them and ask them a question, but Laika pointed to her helmet as if to say, I can't hear you. And there she was. At last, standing in the doorway of the rocket. Wait, said Desik. Controls? Where are the controls? Laika looked round the steely clean interior of the rocket. There was not one single button or lever. As we make it take off then, asked Laika. We can't, said Desik, but then he slapped his head. Of course, what's Desik's theory? Laika closed her eyes and recited, If a button is pressed or a lever is pulled in one place, something will happen in a different place. So if you want something to happen in one place, said Desik, go and look in a different place. See you later. And with that, he disappears. Alone now, Laika steps into the rocket, not knowing what might happen. The first thing what happened was that another dog turned up. Krasavka? Laika gasped. You can't come. You've already found your home. It's warm and friendly, said Krasavka. But it's not home. But they care for you and I really wanted my human to have a beard, like the one on your medal. Every time I look at this one's chin, I feel disappointed. Also, in my dream, home was more... floaty. Floaty? What does that even mean? But before she could answer... A voice came over the radio. 
Dizik to Sputnik, said the voice. Who on earth is Sputnik? asked Laker. It's the name on the side of your rocket, said Dizik. I found the button in lever room. These are helpful diagrams. Button up your spacesuit, I'll pull some levers and we'll see what happens. Desik pulled a lever. There was the sound of running water because he'd pulled the flush of the toilet. Next, he pressed a button. The rest is history. Desik had sent the first Earth creatures into space. Laika and Krasavka. The great rocket robbery was complete. The Great Rocket Robbery by Frank Cottrell Boyce Illustrated by Stephen Lenton A Telltale Pod Production